Good morning, everyone. This is Father Nate, missionary priest in Italy, and thanks for joining us today, January 1st, on No Greater Delight, our podcast on Marian feasts and Marian meditations. Today, the first day of January, we have a number of feasts, uh, but first I just want to give a couple of feasts that don't have a particular day to be celebrated. These are feasts that come up in the month of January. So, the second Friday in January, that's what I mean, it doesn't have a particular day, whenever it happens to fall, they celebrate Nuestra Señora Gaucha del Mate, Our Lady of Mate, in Rufino, Santa Fe, Argentina. In the early 1990s, a group of Argentine Catholics began promoting a new Marian title, Our Gaucho Lady of Mate, after the native tea popular throughout South America. Having visited Argentina and sampled the invigorating beverage, uh, Pope John Paul II gave the group his written blessing in her name. Likewise, on the Saturday preceding the second Sunday in Ordinary Time, in the Apostolic Vicariate of Northern Arabia, they celebrate Our Lady of Arabia. And the second Sunday in January, they celebrate the Virgen del Rosario El Rosario in Carazo, Nicaragua. Now, you may be thinking, well, Virgen del Rosario, that means Our Lady of the Rosary, and that takes place on October 7th. Yes, but at least there in Nicaragua, there are torrential rains at that time, so the celebrations gradually moved to January. In fact, these celebrations start on the first Sunday in January and culminate on the second Sunday. It's like a whole octave of celebrating Our Lady. So with these feasts in mind, let's continue and see what are the feasts today proper to January 1st. Well, of course, we know one of them, Mary, Mother of God. Now, the church upheld this title, Mary, Mother of God, at the Council of Ephesus in 431, where St. Cyril proclaimed that Emmanuel is very God, and therefore the Holy Virgin is the Mother of God, the Theotokos, right? This was in order to condemn the teachings of Nestorius, who held that Mary bore Jesus' human body only, and not his divinity, right? But it usually happens that the church issues a decree long after popular practice has already started taking over, right? So, the fact that Christians already revered Mary as the mother of God was part of the argument that Cyril made, right? But, as of yet, at that point in history, there was no feast day, right? Julius Caesar's calendar reform of 46 BC had set January 1st as the start of the new civil year, right? And we know that around the year 650, there was a commemoration on August 15th in Jerusalem of Natale Sancte Marie, like an anniversary of Mary, right? But while they were celebrating it on August 15th in Jerusalem, it said that they were celebrating it on January 1st around that time in Rome, right? So we know, too, that for us, the Catholic year begins with Advent, four weeks before Christmas, and January 1st is one week after Christmas. It's liturgical octave, right? It's also the day which the child Jesus would have been circumcised and named in accordance with Jewish custom, right? So that, again, traditionally, Roman Catholics have observed January 1st as the octave of Christmas, or sometimes as the Feast of the Circumcision, and that was until the reforms of Vatican II, which took effect January 1st, 1970, right? So this is also known as World Day for Peace, right? Which, if I'm not mistaken, was something begun by maybe Paul VI. It's also, we can say in general, the commemoration of the divine maternity, right? Uh, St. Louis de Montfort says that Christmas is an extended commemoration of the divine maternity, of her who gave birth to the Savior of the world. 
Likewise, today they celebrate the dedication of Our Lady of the Annunciation at Florence by Cardinal William d'Estonville in the year 1452. In this church, there is an image, a picture of the Annunciation of the Blessed Virgin, which was found miraculously finished when the painter, who sketched it and went away, prepared to make the finishing strokes on it. And then he realized, miraculously, it was already done. And last, but certainly not least, in Kabul, Afghanistan, we celebrate Madonna de la Divina Providenza, Our Lady of Divine Providence, which is the name of the chapel at the Italian embassy, or at least was, I don't know if it's still there. That chapel was inaugurated on January 1st, 1933. So we'll continue with our meditations, taken from St. John Henry Newman's book, Meditations on Mary, Our Mother, from the section on Mary, the Mother of God. And today's meditation is entitled, The Sorrowful Mother. It comes to us from his Meditations on the Litany of Loretto for the month of May. So this is what St. John Henry Newman has to say. He says, The special name by which our Lord was known before his coming was that of Messiah, or Christ. Thus he was known to the Jews. But when he actually showed himself on earth, he was known by three new titles, the Son of God, the Son of Man, and the Savior. The first expressive of his divine nature, the second of his human, the third of his personal office. The angel who appeared to Mary called him the Son of God. The angel who appeared to Joseph called him Jesus, which means in English, Savior. And so the angels also called him a Savior when they appeared to the shepherds. But he himself specially calls himself the Son of Man. Not angels only call him Savior, but those two greatest of the apostles, Saints Peter and Paul, in their first preachings. St. Peter says he is a prince and a Savior, and St. Paul says a Savior, Jesus. And both angels and apostles tell us why he is so called, because he has rescued us from the power of the evil spirit and from the guilt and misery of our sins. This is why the angel says to Joseph, Thou shalt call him Jesus for he shall save his people from their sins. And St. Peter, God has exalted him to be the prince and savior, to give repentance to Israel and remission of sins. And he says himself, the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which is lost. Now let us consider how this affects our thoughts of Mary. To rescue slaves from the power of the enemy implies a conflict. Our Lord because he was a savior, was a warrior. He could not deliver the captives without a fight, nor without personal suffering. Now who are they who especially hate wars? A pagan poet answers, Wars, he says, are are hated by mothers. Mothers are just those who especially suffer in a war. They make glory in the honor gained by their children. But still, such glorying does not wipe out one particle of the long pain, the anxiety, the suspense, the desolation, and the anguish which the mother of a soldier feels. And so it was with Mary. For thirty years she was blessed with the continual presence of her son. Nay, she had him in subjection. But the time came when that war for which he had come upon earth called for him. Certainly, he came not simply to be the son of Mary, but to be the savior of man, 
and at length he parted from her. She knew then what it was to be the mother of a soldier. He left her side. She saw him no longer. She tried in vain to get near him. He had for years lived in her embrace, and after that, at least in her dwelling. But now, in his own words, the Son of Man had not where to lay his head. And then, when years had run out, she heard of his arrest, his mock trial, and his passion. At last she got near him, when and where? On the way to Calvary. And when he had been lifted upon the cross, and at length she held him again in her arms, yes, when he was dead. True, he rose from the dead, but still she did not thereby gain him, for he ascended on high, and she did not follow at, at once follow him. No, she remained on earth for many years, in the care indeed of his dearest apostle, St. John. But what was even the holiest of men compared with her own son, and him the Son of God? O Holy Mary, Mother of our Savior, in this meditation we have now suddenly passed from the joyful mysteries to the sorrowful, from Gabriel's Annunciation to you, to the seven dollars. That, then, will be the next series of meditations which we will make about thee.